Hello and welcome to another edition of the South Carolina Business Review. This is Mike Switzer. It's time for an update of the news, events, and issues that are trending right now across our state's business community. Jason Thomas is executive editor of SC Biz News, the company that publishes the Columbia Regional Business Report, Charleston Regional Business Journal, GSA Business, and SC Biz News Magazine. He joins us now by phone from his office in Greenville, South Carolina. Jason, welcome back to the program. Thanks, Mike. Always a pleasure. So tell us what's showing up on your radar today. Well, one of the big talkers in the business community uh, over the past month or so has been the certificate of need law in South Carolina being repealed. The the legislature repealed that bill about a a month ago. So that's going to have widespread implications across the healthcare industry. So that's been on a lot of people's conversation topics. Kind of give us the background on what, what a certificate of need is. So uh, since 1971, South Carolina has been among the states that requires a certificate of need from the state before certain healthcare services and devices can be either implemented or, or new facilities are built, new healthcare facilities. So, you know, it was a way to control costs back in the day, also prevent some unnecessary duplication of healthcare facilities and services. Really, it was a, a cost control measure, but, you know, that was even repealed by the federal government once officials realized that it really wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. So it's been on the books in South Carolina for a while now, and there's been a lot of debate about it. Looks like the political political winds changed a little bit this year. There was a little bit more of a reform-minded legislature this time around, and then there was a huge grassroots effort to finally repeal that bill. And so it sounds like something that might increase competition. More hospitals, emergency rooms, or urgent care places built, I guess? Yeah, I mean, that's the initial reaction that a lot of people think about, but it might not be as quick as you think, Mike, because... Well, after July 1st, many of the restrictions are going to come off facilities that provide, you know, health care outside of the hospital settings like surgery centers. But restrictions on the new hospitals and, and adding new beds will continue for about until about 2027 for about another three years. So there's going to be a little bit of a, a lull, I think, before any real action hits. But. You know, there was one exception to the hospital rules that the legislature passed, and that is that hospitals can move within their current county without getting approval from the state now. So, you know, that's going to benefit some bigger projects that are underway, like you think of, you know, the Roper facility down in North Charleston. You know, another thing, in the past, you know, a lot of these hospitals, if they were hoping to uh, get approval from the state, they would kind of load up on their requests, you know, hoping for the best, you know, get as many beds as they could or or other kind of services. But now, you know, they can kind of scale back their projects a little bit and, you know, maybe add some later if if needed. There's been a lot of research done on this. Um, according to the Mercatus Center, throughout the U.S. there are approximately 362 beds per 100,000 people. But with certificate of need, when that has been in place, especially in, in South Carolina alone, the research has shown that there are fewer than 131 fewer beds per 100,000 people. You know, in South Carolina with 4.8 million people, that could mean about, you know, 6,300 fewer hospital beds. Did it take the pandemic to uh, wake up some people and say, hey, maybe we need to eliminate some of these restrictions? Yeah, I, I think that probably had something to do with it. You know, healthcare is 
top of the mind with everything that everyone went through. You know, according to a, a, an article in Forbes, South Carolina's repeal is it's one of the most comprehensive in the United States since Pennsylvania's in 1996. There, you know, South Carolina had restrictions on almost 20 different services and technologies. According to John Archambault, with, uh, he's a founder and president of President Slane Consulting. He's been researching healthcare reform in 30 states. You know, he just said the South Carolina grassroots effort, there was a, a group called the Coalition to Repeal Con, along with the Charleston Medical Society, South Carolina Medical Association, Orthopedic Association. They all just kind of banded together to really put this forward to get this repealed. In some conversations we've had with the South Carolina Office of Rural Health, the feeling I get from them is that they support this measure. They're, they're on board with what is happening. So it, it remains to be seen, the impact. But again, at least the process has been made easier. So we'll see. Well, Jason, thank you so much for spending time with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Mike. Jason Thomas is executive editor of SC Business, a company that publishes several business journals across our state. And we will have links to all of those posted at our webpage so you can learn more, SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org. Or you can hear this show again. And remember, you can find us wherever you find podcasts. With the South Carolina Business Review, this is Mike Switzer. The views expressed on the South Carolina Business Review do not necessarily reflect those of South Carolina Public Radio.